out. Bye. Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it. Now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is, is it, it for real? real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And this week was my pick. So I did what every good blooded American does. And I took us as far away from sports as I could <laughs> straight into the kind heart of <laughs> straight into the heart of a high school dance romance. Darrow, if you will. <laughs> and uh, this actually I, I had to ask my, you know, my fellow potters if this was OK, because mm-hmm. I did kind of break out of our 2000 uh, the year 2000 threshold into 2001 for save the last dance, uh, starring Julia Stiles and Sean Patrick Thomas. But my reasoning is that this movie is still over 20 years old. And so yep. I think everything is over 20 years old as this pod continues, we can <laughs> expand a little bit into that. And I, I, I want to start just really quick saying I got confused because I thought I picked the movie Step Up. Um, <laughs> did you mean did pick we watch Step the up? wrong movie? <laughs> no, I, I once we started watching this, I was happy I had picked it. But so you meant to do Step Up. I was up. excited okay. about Step Up because it it takes place in Baltimore, and oh. they filmed it in Baltimore. Wow, you just Baltimore that. Wait, now I have so many questions. But, but save ahead. the last. But but anyway, step up is from 2006, so that's like oh even later. So anyway, got it. Yeah, that's save my the question. last dance. So yeah. we have a lovely uh, suggester introducer this week, Tracy K. Uh, speaking of people who are from Baltimore, right. um, lovely human that I used to work in a high school with. <laughs> um, and so, you know, people who have their pulse on the the breath of children and teenagers talk about a guidance counselor from, from high school. Yeah. I just mix some things up. <laughs> so uh, take it away, Tracy K. Hello there. My name is Tracy. I am a school counselor and Save the Last Dance is one of my favorite movies. Um, Number one, because I love Julia Stiles. Um, I saw the movie a good while ago, but from what I remember, there was a lot of racial themes to it. And I feel like they portrayed the themes in a way that I think is as realistic as you can get in a movie. I think the um, friends, some of the friends who accepted the Julia Stiles character versus the ones who did not, again, I feel was as realistic as you can get in a movie. Um, I love the dancing because who doesn't love dancing? And um, I don't know. I just thought it was a realistic view of how teenagers might navigate that situation in real life. Um, Obviously, I feel like they were a little more mature than what we might think of as today's teens. But overall, I just kind of thought it was realistic and I really enjoyed the movie. Hope you all enjoyed it, too. That was great. Nice. I know. And I'll say John Lithgow doesn't like dancing. Um. <laughs> John Lithgow, who, again, almost starred in Kenwood High School's production of uh, Footloose. That's right. Yeah. As himself. I tried. I tried really hard. I know. I, but know. He bar- I barely missed it. Anyway, thank you, Tracy K. That was yeah, a, just a- delightful. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah. Save the Last Dance. Do you, we want to get into our levels? No, I just want to quickly say, uh, because it came up right before this, that the first draft of this movie actually set um, this in Baltimore. What? Yeah, I think Julia Stiles' character was supposed to be from Pennsylvania. 
Yep. And she was then going to oh. move to Baltimore, which is interesting. I, as I knew that I kind of like was reading that as I was watching it and I was trying to imagine those scenes in Baltimore. I'm like, where would this be? You know, like, where would this it dance could be- hall Oh, well, I don't know where the, the dance hall park could be. over in. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah but the big, it's the totally big. like, yeah, definitely some schools in Baltimore. Oh, City yeah, that the I've schools, worked in the schools I could get behind. I was like, I wonder. Anyway, I, I have questions about it in general. I mean, I had like like all the teen movies we watch. I'm like, are teenagers like are high schoolers hanging out at these kinds of just giant venues? Well, I just had this conversation with somebody the other day because I did used to go to a few 18 plus nightclubs that you could sneak into if you were a woman scandals like bohagers i mean bohagers was yes busted and closed (laughs) down for that behavior but But, and there's that other one um that's like bohagers that i'll think of that same thing starts with a j but anyway hammerjacks oh yeah hammerjacks yeah we used to go there when we were seniors in high school much like these characters and you know chance i mean This one is a little different. We can get into it, but yeah, I do think there are, you know, I don't know, maybe not in 2021, 2022, but 2001 for sure. I mean, the fact that I didn't know about them means nothing because I (laughs) was not someone who was going to do this. Was that a section of the library? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get into our levels. I uh, chose this. I'll go first. My level is going to be car CDs. Um, because the music from this movie did live on a lot of CDs that lived in my car, yeah. especially Mace, M-A dollar sign E, who I listened to right. on repeat almost every day to and from Severna Park High School, like just the whitest girl that I was, <laughs> but boy, did I love Mace and Montel Jordan. I mean, yeah. that last song in the movie is like truly one of my favorite songs that's yeah. ever been created. So uh, I have seen this movie before. Clearly I thought we were watching step up, but um, you know, this fits in a genre of films that I have watched repeatedly like this step up also center stage, which is also about ballet, which yeah. will probably make you watch at some point too. So familiar, but did not remember most of the story. Once, once I started watching it. Well, that leads into my level, which is center stage question mark. Um, I like I knew that there are movies around this time that are either center stage or save the last dance or drive me crazy <laughs> that like <laughs> star people like I knew that Julia Stiles like if you oh, oh or like Othello as well, I think like right. I could have oh. told you if you was called oh. Like, Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, so like, I don't know. In a trivia question, like I maybe would have gotten it right that Julia Stiles and Sean Patrick Thomas starred in this movie, but I knew nothing about it. And we'll get into how much I was surprised by the tone of this movie because of that. (laughs) And so I had never, ever seen it before. But Annie ICU has been really excited to to watch this because it is is very much a favorite of a lot of people I know. I mean, this is an example of a movie that like, I am just like, was not a (laughs) typical girl in 2001, I guess, that I did not rush out to the theater to see this. Yeah, my level will be uh, 
Dion's Saved the Last Dance for Me, a very popular like 60s song. Yeah. Because um, oh. I've I'm not. Oh, yeah. I love that song. I'm like loosely familiar with this movie, but have not seen it. Um, yeah, I was pretty sure Julia Stiles was in it, but that's where my knowledge ended. So uh, I just assumed that this was a retelling of the old Dion song. That's where <laughs> Isn't that a from. Benny King song? I think it was a, he did a cover. I just, oh, got it. I know it from song. Dion. Yeah. I really like that song. I do too. You can uh, mm-hmm. So I was um, pleasantly surprised to see that um, the director of this film, Thomas Carter is a black man. Oh, I was like, okay, that made me feel, cause I, I was starting to get a little uncomfortable about whose story yeah. we were telling here and like mm-hmm. all of that. And that the, the story was written by two people, Dwayne Adler, um, and Cheryl Edwards, hmm. I think it's Cheryl, um, yeah. uh, a white man and a black woman, which I think is really interesting. That is interesting in terms of perspective and voice and, and all that. The Dwayne Adler has written a whole bunch of teen teen things and things like that. Where you're always just like, how does a grown man like get into that profession? But somebody has to write it. It's not always teenagers. So yeah, the John Hughes's of the world, the Dwayne Adlers, I guess, mm-hmm. do it up. Uh, so should we dive in? Let's save our dance. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we start out on a train. Yeah. Sad on a train. Very sad. No on a kidding. Train. Sad on a train. And <laughs> like it was, it was like two minutes into this movie. I mean, like yeah. there were so many different scenes. And Annie and I was like, wait, wait, where, what, what point in time is the train? And she paused and she's like, let me catch you up to speed. I'm like, no, no, you shouldn't have to do that because I just watched the movie. <laughs> like I don't have yeah. to be caught up. It's not a part of the universe. Yeah, I was so confused. And then I did catch myself up. I'm like, okay, it's flashbacks is what's happening. But yeah, it's, they definitely just shop it up. I mean, Oof. sometimes it's good when they just trust the audience, but yeah. it's like there's no signifiers of what comes first. Right. Because I guess this is one of my first questions. Like, how do they say how long it is after? It's it's not too long because she can't after her mom dies. Yes. This because is Nora's she, question. Yeah, so because yeah. she she can't be alone. So right. she has to go live with her dad. Yeah. Like, I think it's pretty because the like dad 17. even says like, yeah, the dad even says like, sorry, I didn't stay at the funeral long. Like I had to okay. get back to my. Whoa. Kid. So it's like a month or something. Oh, I think days. I right. think because where else would she oh go? My God, she's a child. Like she can't be living on her own. Like where? Well, she okay. Go? So th- I mean, yeah. Getting into it, like we learned that, yeah, the mother, the mother works at a flower shop, and then yeah. we see her school. Her school is like painted to be kind of like very, or at least her friend is like very Christian. It seems yeah. like this friend that she has, like they kind of like slice it up, and you're getting to know her very like suburban like waspy school i suppose and then her mother works at a flower shop and is just making ends meet and can't make the audition and and julia for juilliard for juilliard thank you which sort of square me away so juilliard is in new york city correct yeah Mm -hmm. but they just have like traveling auditions i don't get it is that i I don't know and so i mean the other part of this is like when she's like i mailed away from my application to juilliard and then i was like wait a second I think we actually yeah. had to do that. I was like vaguely remembering applying to college and having to like send away to get an application. This is like mm. before the common application, before the internet, <laughs> which oh, would guess. have been like around this time as I was applying to college in but 1999. Why, but yeah, I mean, Juliet, performing arts schools are 
I mean, so not on my radar of like, how would you, I don't know how they do it now. There is a possibility that a big school like that would go to Chicago, LA, and maybe DC to do like regional auditions for children. If you're underage and you're trying to get into a college program. So I guess like there, yeah, yeah, I think there's a world in which that could happen. And she just lives in the suburb. I can't remember the town's name. It's like an L with an L. I don't think the audition would have been in like Lamont, Illinois or wherever she had to take the train. So it was happening in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And, um, and then of course she convinces her mother to go. Um, and then my next note is just WTF five exclamation points, seven question marks. The mother dies. Like I, know. I, I did not know this was part of this movie and like rough to they start. Don't shy away no. from some graphic car no. crash scenes. I had no I idea that was coming. I, <laughs> I vaguely remembered it, which I was glad for, but yeah, it's pretty upsetting. The bigger yeah. upsetting thing for me was just Julia Stiles taking up all the seats on that train. <laughs> she had her. She bags did take up a lot of seats. Three other seats, and that's just like I know. No, no, no. And then she didn't get off the train with them, so I was like, Prima "Who ballerina. took your bags off? Who took your bags off?" Classic. Prima Thank God she made room for that woman. And of course, like we got to we. Get, I love these movies that give us hints through like publications like with the mighty ducks it's like the newsletter and here's like yeah. ballet magazine like it's just such right. a funny thing that like we get hints because people are reading newsletters what's important to know in this scene is julia styles character sarah johnson <laughs> used to dance it's very important that you know that she like a week ago like <laughs> but she still puts ago. the ballet magazine on top of her luggage <laughs> just it. so you can yeah. see she used to dance I should also mention, oh God, my elbow, you guys. <laughs> I should also mention that I also used to dance. Oh, yeah. So, oh. And I was on point shoes. Oh, my gosh. For a really? period of my life. Yes. Julia Whoa, Stiles was not. That was the one man. thing she couldn't I do. Know. Yeah. I know. I really enjoyed it. It was during, I was probably in like seventh or eighth grade, and I did it for maybe a couple years. I mean, I really got into ballet for like, it was never my jam. But there was like a brief period and you had to take this extra class called Shaketti. It had to be kind of your jam if you got on point. Like, that's yeah, intense. well, I basically got talked into it. And then I was like, oh, this is not I was more of a tap dancer. So yes. for us people who don't know, what is yeah. the hardest part about getting on point? Because I was like, Julia Stiles is doing a lot of moves and then they yeah. cut specifically to her feet going on point. By the way, Katie, like, that's not her. That's not her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, I asked Annie that. Like, okay, so first of all, when you're in seventh or eighth grade, like in general, like a lot of people are lighter. So, like, yeah. the right. lighter you are, the easier it is, obviously. And well, like, what's really fun is when you're in seventh or eighth grade, it's when you're starting, your body's starting to change. So, that's the yeah. exact right time to put a girl on trying to do this, like to make herself a dreidel. <laughs> yeah. A human dreidel. It Ugh. doesn't. It's, it's doesn't hurt as bad as you think it does, but there's also things you could put in your shoes, like wool. Um, we used to like wrap our toes in wool or like put these little pads in there, but it's like either a way, block, I mean, right. It's a block it, inside is of it the, the shoe. tip of your toes that hurt or like your ankles. Yeah. Your, what, what more, more your toes. Like you're, you have to keep your toenails really short. You have to like, make sure that like, and you're building up callus on your feet and things sure. like that. Um, it's gotta be the arch in your ankle too though. Right. I mean, I've like tried it. 
without shoes, which is right. Wild, Cause I was trying to do like, but you're, if Kate you Winslet are like thing. where I honestly, like at that age of my life, I was so in shape. And so your core, your legs, like everything is holding you up. Yeah. In a way that's like, it's really, mu- it's the whole body that's holding you up. But I mean, I, I mean, I will say like, I ballet is something that I, it's very, very impressive, but it's really hard to get behind considering like, it's a very, and Bridget, please choose jump in and correct me, but yeah. the people that I know who have done it like, and like continued to do it through yeah. high school or college are like, are like not better for it. Like <laughs> mentally or physically, like it's, yeah. it's a very unnat. like your feet, it kind of messes up your feet. Well, and I like- mean, I would- see later. Yeah. Spoiler. I would argue that a lot of sports uh, yeah. do unnatural things to your body that like cause like damage. Like, hey, if you play football, you're only doing that for a short period of oh, time in your life because then you're going to be injured for the remainder of your life or have a uh, brain damage. But, you know, like, yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I, I view it the same way. <laughs> yeah, but I, I will. The only difference is that I think ballet, ballet without point shoes, like, is so good for your body in terms of like toning and stretching and like without point. Yeah. Without like I should, and I I will eventually get back to taking a bar class and things like that because it's so good for your body. Like you're right. I mean the pure form of it, like rather than like the aesthetic, like, I guess it just like conjures up like gymnastics, figure skating, the whole, like the, in order to do what is expected to do these auditions and to be in these programs, like you have to have a really specific body type. And like, oftentimes people that start out doing it and then they don't kind of cram themselves into that body type, which then becomes like totally really like any athletic thing. Black Swan. I watched people freaking wear those, like those rubber suits and spitting bottles like because they're wrestlers and they're trying yeah, to lose weight or what have you like i'm not saying any of it is right but what i will no, say you're is right like, i mean dancing too, taught yeah. me so much i mean so much in terms of like discipline and teamwork and my body con actually body confidence and like all kinds of things that yes and i, I think it's evolving and i think like standard body types of dance are evolving and you know, no, so. you make a really good point to distinguish the like sport slash activity from the culture, yeah. like, the historical culture that's surrounded. And I think ballet or dance and specifically ballet because of the whole point thing, like has yeah. like, had, it has been so problematic, like much, like, like I said, I kind of relate it to like the gymnastics and like, right. like little girls, you know? Right. But you're right to like, definitely. Yeah. I, it's funny. I've never thought of it as like good for your body. Cause like all I think about is like, Oh, it seems yeah. so scary, but you're, yeah, it's yeah. true that if you point, can get past that. A little unnatural. A little point unnatural. seems rough. Yeah. Which is why you put your point shoes away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she, uh, that has been dance corner. <laughs> That's been I'm dance sorry corner. guys. <laughs> no, we'll get into it. We got more, we got more to talk about. It's been Bridget, Bridget educating Katie's ignorance about ballet. Corner. <laughs> no, I love yeah. this. I, I finally question. get I, my I like time it, to shine. I want an answer like, like it hurts your toes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Phil, you were like serious, just talking about like which tendon is being yeah. activated. What actually, like, how does it hurt your toes? So we get to Chicago and we see yes. like a, a guy smoking a cigarette, which we finally learns is her father. Annie is like this. Joe he's like, oh. this guy is Sam Rockwell playing Bob Fosse. Oh. If you guys have seen Fosse Bearden, it is just exactly him. Um, and 
I uh, like this guy. This guy. And I know Terry, what is the actor's name? But he, yeah, he was one of the three people that founded the Steppenwolf Theater in um, oh. in Chicago, which I was oh like, my God. Wow. Yeah. I, I know. That. Okay. It's like him, Gary Sinise, and somebody else who's famous who uh, I forget. Oh, uh, yeah, forget. Dude, um, Gary Sinise does some really cool stuff with theater, especially with veterans. He, I know. He does some like really, really, really cool stuff. He got into it. After yeah. Forrest Gump. Yeah. His, his portrayal of Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. I know. Um, we work with him at my oh, work. That's not cool. like directly, but, yeah, but, but with his yeah. foundation. That's fun. But anyway, this is her father, which I was not, I didn't remember. I was like, is this mm. her caretaker? Who's this? Mm. I was confused till like halfway through the movie and I asked Nora and she's like, I was like, this is his, her uncle. And she's like, right. no, this is her dad. Well, because like, she's calling him Ron, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Which, but I mean, I guess we're to believe that he's a jazz man. He, he's got to live <laughs> oh, in the yeah. city and her mother has to live 15 minutes away by train. And <laughs> so like he doesn't ever. He now she, see her. Well, it's more than 15 minutes because she was on like a double decker Amtrak. Which that doesn't go like. Were they she, not? So also, I figured they were just completely divorced. That's what I thought. Were they still. No, I think so. Yeah, I think they were. It just seems like he was never really in her life is how they're portraying. Right. I couldn't because get a good jazz. grasp on that mom's face, mostly because she's not in the movie for very long. But it was like, every time I saw her, I was like, oh, Marissa Tomei. And oh. I was like, oh, Tina Fey. Like, I just like made her a different person every time they flashed. I will back say, I mean, in the running for my bummer is like, I I was like, oh, I'm so glad we get to spend time with this mother daughter relationship. <laughs> and then she dies immediately. So I didn't even really even look at her. Like, yeah, I just assumed I'd get to spend a ton of time with her. Um. Well, he takes her back to the, his rundown jazzy apartment, which, um, by it's, it, there's so many people in this city standing around those like lit up trash cans with fire in them. I I just don't know how many people are like, do they give them out? Like, yeah, he lives very close to those, to a lot of those trash cans. Uh, and then the next day she has to go to her new school. It seems like, I know. That's right. I have a hot take that I think Julia Stiles looks so much like Jesse Plemons. Do you know who that is? Like Kirsten <laughs> yeah. Dunst's husband. They look like the male and female signs for a bathroom. Like <laughs> they just are the same person. They have very round faces. Wait, and they don't have a lot of eyebrow. Kirsten Dunst's husband. He's so famous. Kirsten Dunst and Julia Stiles. They look alike. Look- Jesse Plemons is from oh, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Remember him from Friday yep, Night yep, Lights. Yep, 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 yep. Or from Power of the Dog. No um, thanks. Which, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I could see that he is her without a mustache yes they have very similar eyes and eye li- like very yeah, similar eyes so, yeah. very yeah. similar eyebrow Next. arch very thin eyebrow arch anyway we can talk about it more but are they related i wonder maybe i don't know well this school is um you know not full of white people we could say we could say that yeah. um and i was getting i was getting a little like okay what like how are we doing this how are we portraying people yeah are we you know, like edging like, into like dangerous minds territory right like oh she has to go through a metal detector she has to mm-hmm. um she hears kids like swearing she hears kids like but i'm also like well that's real and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um in all not just at that school but in like a lot of schools totally so yeah i mean not having gone to a similar school like this i would say it felt very real it felt very understated in a Mm -hmm. realistic way where they weren't like the first scene she's in the 
the going through the metal detector and she's waiting for her bag and the other girl behind her sort of comes up and I was like, oh, this is going to be a scene where it just doesn't need to be a scene where the other girl's going to instantly yell at her. And it didn't happen because that just wouldn't have really happened. Yeah. Like in real life. And it just right. I, I thought in general that they handled it well. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, obviously, yeah. we're three white people talking about yes. a, a, a school that is mostly black people. Um so I would obviously be curious to hear many other people's opinions. Yeah. Totally. But as, as somebody who's worked in a lot of schools, I can say that like, I, I hoped and I felt like um, the black folks in this movie were not caricatured or stereotyped or like, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't feel it as much, but again, yeah. Right. I mean, right. it could I be mean, way out of touch. Could be like, yes. yes. The disclaimer in front of everything I say should be, I don't know anything about ballet and I don't know anything about uh, this kind of school. And I didn't go to a school like this either. And I'm a a white person that doesn't need to say anything about it. And I will also say, uh, I think, I think what I picked up on is that the portrayal of like anything that is like counter to her suburban school in this movie was due to like a lack of resource and funding of the school. It was not put on any of the characters, like any of the teenagers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was very much like, okay, this is what it would look like if you went to a school in this area of Chicago that like just did not have the same resources as this other school did. Yeah. So we get to meet, um, Carrie Washington's character, I had no idea she was in this movie. Yeah, yeah, it took me a second. I was like, that was really cool. It was one side angle of her face. And I was like, wait a sec. <laughs> That's someone famous. Well, and then I like, yeah. looked it up and, and I was like, oh, Jesus, really famous. And I was reading that she was like 22 and she was a substitute teacher when this came out. Oh my out. God, really? Yeah. And so she like, and then she went back to substitute teaching afterwards, but she had to switch from like high school to um, elementary school because like all of the high schoolers just wanted to like hang out with, is it Chanel? Is that her name in this? I know Chanel, 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 but yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, I I do want to get into sort of the ages of a couple of people. Yeah, please. Yeah. So Carrie Washington, like 21, 22, um, Julia Stiles, I believe 18, 19, I think. Yeah, yeah, it could be. She's a teenager. Yes. And then Sean Patrick Thomas, 31. Oh my gosh. I mean, my, my note in this was like when the the lunch scene was just like, these men are in their late twenties and I was wrong. (laughs) They're actually older, but like all of the guy, like that guy that plays Malachi and like all of them, I'm like, what is going on? Because some of the background characters are like teenagers and a lot of the girls look younger, Yeah, but the men are just like men. (laughs) Yeah. I I know. It's always so hard when you're moving a movie about teenagers and then you, it's, way too expensive and not practical right. to well, hire teenagers and good for Sean Patrick Thomas of being able to pull it off to some extent. Cause like he didn't seem 31. It didn't, it didn't scream to me like way out of, no. I just assumed. Yeah. I was assumed teenagers in these types of movies are 25. Right. And I wasn't thinking 31 for him. I just assumed it was the same for everyone else. I know. I think it was like less about the way he looked and maybe more about just like the way he moved his body Mm. felt like you've been doing this for 31 years. (laughs) (laughs) Like since you've been alive since the seventies. So yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, well, yeah. So we're at school and kind of like we get introduced to, to who the characters are. I mean, like Thank goodness, like Carrie Washington's character takes Julia yeah. Stiles' character in, like under her wings a bit, and um, I, I, I was like cringed every time Julia Stiles 
or Sarah, I guess, like leaned into mm, like mm, trying mm. to be like no. something she was not. And I was, I was glad at the moments that that character was not doing those things and kind of just like being who she was. Also, I just cannot. Julia Stiles is forever just so awkward as an actress for me, like right in everything. I had a lot of notes in this movie. I mean, we'll talk about a scene later where I just have written down, like, I think Julia Stiles is a better actress than this. Like, what is she doing? Like she, it's every other scene. It is so odd. She has such a specific acting style. Yeah. And it's, it's sort of awkward teenager, very smart, yeah. awkward teenager is very what smart, she nails awkward. in every yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, she was so similar to her character from 10 things I hate about you a little less rigid, I suppose. Um, yeah. Oh, I just watched that recently again. I mean, she's, she's always, yeah, she's always playing Julia Stiles yep. <laughs> with a twinge of something. <laughs> I went to Columbia. Yeah. Um, I do want to say on the, the scene where we sort of get introduced to Derek in that classroom and there's oh, the, sort yeah. of the teacher sort of. Uh, throwing these zingers and since we're all sort of improvisers and we definitely had some classes with teachers and they'd be like why are you taking this class and I just want to be able to like you know send it right back to the kids that are like making fun of me in class and I just felt like this teacher had definitely gone to an improv class because he was sending it back yeah 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 I liked him I like that teacher yeah so yeah, we kind of, we get back to the apartment and we see that dad's like struggling to be a good dad. Cause he's just buying TV dinners and he has a, he has to get to a gig all the time. He's and got the jazz. Not, not only does he have jazz, but he has a poster of his own jazz, like hanging in the kitchen. Cause it's like, this is me on a poster <laughs> for oh my, my jazz. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And, uh, yeah. So we she's like unpacking that night and she that's when she puts her point shoes away yeah this Mm. is where i realized the kind of watch that julia styles is wearing which bothered me the entire movie it's like that (laughs) i did not notice it rounded it's like digital chic like that rounded digital i have a real watch i i either love watches or i hate them and i really hate it wonder what's happened to the watch industry recently i just can't imagine a lot of people wear watches it's all like apple either just for fat Oh, Philip is wearing an actual watch. I right like, now. I'm going to say it and Phil, if you've ever wondered, but I really, really like your watch. I remember when you got it. Well, you got the one, the, the old one, but anyway, I like that yeah. one too, but there's, there's some watches I can't handle. There's a niche for sort of like certain age of <laughs> white male <laughs> that it's, it's no longer, we like, we don't want expensive watches, but we we're done with having our Timex Iron Man. and <laughs> right. yeah. And they're exactly. very simple. They're yeah. Their ad campaigns are like made in Detroit city, (laughs) you know, but real American, simple and easy and grow a beard. Like smells like aftershave. I will say when I did wear a watch for a large portion of my life, I prefer a watch that just has uh, like dashes on it versus numbers. Yeah, that's wild to me. I've never, ever worn a watch. And I I prefer like analog clock looking at that to tell time to digital yeah. clock is of it course. crazy to you though knowing like how when i show up to things <laughs> that i've never owned a watch whoa <laughs> like katie's what? here what's, what's everyone doing here i just you happened to buy first there to the brewery today so i know surprised everybody. i 
I know I don't. And like kids today, they really do not know how to read watches and they don't have to, right? Like you really don't, you don't, they don't have to read a clock. Mm, Yeah. I did have a natty bow clock, um, hanging in my house here for the longest time that my friend's father made, but it died and I couldn't figure out how to get it started. So now I have no analog clocks Mm. in my life. Clock industry too. It's rough. Stuff, oh, stuff out there while we're on clock talk really quick <laughs> yeah one time this is gonna be I, tangent city i know one time i did win at the baltimore improv group you know like christmas party yeah holiday party a clock that meowed on the hour <laughs> and i hung it in my office at work at, at kenwood high school where i met tracy k and it meowed on the hour and it was in my office behind a door and so kids would always just be like but every meow, every meow was different because it was oh, a wow. different cat. At like one of those bird meow. clocks. Meow. I don't know. It was like a, it was like a tabby cat. No. <laughs> Drunk cat. Drove, but I thought it was like keeping mice out of my classroom. So. Oh, interesting. I didn't, but I just hmm. imagined it did. All right. We, we went back to school. We met Snooky. I have a note about that. He's- Me too. Go on. He's important because he's a DJ. What was your note? I don't know. What One, I, I really like him and he's re- bringing a lot of like Donald Faison energy to it, like from Clueless. I, I actually thought it was yeah. him and I'm like, wait, that timeline oh, doesn't add up. For a second. But, yeah, I did too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I was reading and I, I think this is, oh, I don't know if this is true. And Phil, it sounds like you read it too, but yeah. that um, like Snooky from the Jersey Shore got her nickname from this character. I didn't get the connection of why I know, she would don't. have gotten. What did it say? Because she were, was like, the first one to start dating in high school. Yeah, something and like so that. So they called. Like, that's what they said. I mean, I'm sure we read the same like BuzzFeed article yeah. or whatever it was. Weird. They said, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that woman is called Snooky. So I don't know different, but I am also not an expert on her. So, well, I'm ashamed that I don't know because I do know the Jersey shore. So it's a bit of a bummer that I'm out of the loop on that. Yeah. I'll do some research. I'll try yeah. Let us know. Call in, yeah. call in everyone on our <laughs> yeah. live line for all those Jersey shore heads, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then we go to this gym class that I, my note is just, this isn't a gym. <laughs> not what you do like if it, like i feel like this movie would have you believe that like every gym class is like the presidential fitness test mm-hmm. like everyone's just climbing a rope and doing and then julia styles like unprovoked no one asks her to but she does this like <laughs> kind of dance on a balance beam um and this is where we can get into it with bridget's help i guess is like i know that i know that she couldn't do point and i know that julia styles does a lot of her own stunts from the waist up right <laughs> but like is this impressive like she no i don't i mean thing. well first of all i don't do well on a balance beam so i don't know yeah. but either way the reaction from yeah like, i don't get it everybody else it's just like their mind <laughs> like you didn't tell us you could dance on a balance beam <laughs> she didn't even dance no. i mean she jumped didn't. up and jumped. landed and then twisted Almost I definitely had the, she does in yeah. this movie. I had the note and we can get into this now. It's like, I think it's because they were truly trying to show her doing the stuff well, right. with as, as little like cutaways, <laughs> even though they would chop up the scenes completely. They just reduced sort of the routines and stuff like that, that she would do. Oh, yeah. And so you get these like this scene where it's just like <laughs> the reactions are 
11 and the actual feet is like three. Right. Three, and, I was going to say, I mean, it's hyper real in the sense of like, yeah, if you got a, a athletic 19 year old to do this, this is what it would look like, but the reactions and like, you know, I don't know if we have to put a camera on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I wasn't, I'd be like, why is she doing that? <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Like, especially after like not really fitting in and not coach really just like... wants you to walk across the beam. Well, it's so they can invite her to steps. Well, yeah. and I, I was reading that Julia Stiles, I guess, thinks, I guess multiple people have said she got casted in this role because of her dance on the table performance in 10 Things I Hate About You, got which it. was like very eye-catching. But what I couldn't, what I don't think I um, got from my, you know, deep research was, was Julia Stiles, like, did she, was she a ballet dancer or she a was dancer? was a dancer, not a ballet dancer yeah. is what I read. Maybe that's the deal. I mean, from what we see of her in this movie, it's it's very awkward dancing at best. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I'm sure we'll get into it more. Yeah. Uh, well. Then we're introduced to Mama G, right? Mm-hmm. Mama D. Is it Mama, Mama G or Mama oh. D? No, maybe it is Mama D. Mama D or Mama G. I don't know. Mama D. But the grandmother. Mama G. Yeah. And and Carrie Washington's baby. Um, Just yeah, slip that in there. You know, I was thinking like if I was Julia Stiles, I. I just never would have assumed it was Carrie Washington's baby. I, I would have assumed it was like anybody else's or her brother or whatever. But Julia yeah. Stiles gets hip to it pretty quick. But that's yeah. definitely wouldn't have asked. No, no I would not have asked like just that. Like Stiles, yeah. Anyone who looks pregnant, you're not getting that question yeah. from me of just like, <laughs> totally. when's the baby due? Um, it, it's best to not. Nope. It's yeah. best to just not. And then they go out to a dance club and what? Okay. Somebody has to understand, explain to me what has happened. Like Julia Stiles has this outfit on that's like not as chic as <laughs> Carrie Washington. And then she has on a matching tank top and a matching handkerchief. But like, how does she, she takes, is it like, does, did they rip it? I didn't know. I what think happened. she ripped it. I think she ripped part of her shirt off and turned it into like a head wrap of some. Maybe it's like because she maybe had more of like a skirt. I thought it was she took off the sort of shirt she was wearing and she then ended up wearing her like undershirt. Yeah, but it matched the overshirt. Carrie Washington gave her a shirt that she was wearing as her head. And converted that to the head thing. But the but head thing matched, matched the, the tank top. Sh- it looked oh. cool. I liked the, I, I liked, <laughs> I liked it. Julia Stiles also, just, uh, yeah, go ahead. Is really rocking like super big gold hoops, like this whole movie. Like, yeah. Um, well, Carrie I mean, Washington definitely gave her the gold hoops. Oh, she car. did? Yeah. Oh, in that okay. first scene. I missed that. Okay, got it. Yeah, she was like trying to make her look cooler. I mean, Wrapping her hair, I guess, is not a terrible idea because it, it looked cool. I mean, the hair looked cool in that thing. But yeah, I think it was her overshirt. Anyway, she 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 cooled cooled her out, quote unquote, but not C- really. Certainly she cooled her out for 2001. I mean, the right. styles of yeah. it all, ironically, is, is really interesting. Yeah. Um, we get introduced to Nikki, who oh my God. is mean. Nikki um, is aggressive. <laughs> Nikki's mean. She was also in the g- gymnastics scene, too, wasn't she? Because she was very unhappy about how yes. cool Sarah was doing her gymnastics. Yeah, Nikki is like really invested in gym class is what yeah, I learned. She is. Like, <laughs> well, we learn it's because, well, part of sure. it is she's got feelings for Derek and part of it is just she's just mean. 
she hasn't she's, she's just really she in the hierarchy of who's going to be winning the basketball the gym class basketball games and like the presidential <laughs> fitness test i'm just like nikki how is nikki paying this much attention to what's going on but so yeah. i do i do want to talk about the scene though because it is i just <laughs> like is this trapped in 2001 or what so uh nikki says that uh you brought the brady bunch to the negro club that's what she says (laughs) you're just like okay wow and then julia styles (laughs) should not have said anything that's what i want to say is like just don't say anything just be quiet i didn't under it was so dated this scene that i didn't understand what was happening i know i was like this is in a time capsule in a buried under the ground but you know I mean, she then, is she is infiltrating into a a, a, a like an poorly. affinity space that is not her own with a guide. You know, I mean, she she was brought into that space, but um, you know, I know. And then you I get wonder, why people are like, "Why the fuck are you here?" Yeah. Totally. I mean, I'm more curious as to why Carrie Washington is bothering to be her guide. It's nice. It's really lovely, but it's like I don't know. This girl. Seems I know. So I'm like, yeah, Carrie Washington, give your, go live your life. Because Julia Sales is not remarkably charismatic or interesting, other than she, the fact that she's new. She has some sort of like witty rejoinders and comebacks and stuff yeah. like that, where they they give her some like maybe not this one yeah but, uh, yeah some other comebacks where it's like oh you know you can tell that she's written as being smart and yeah yeah so i mean yeah. I, I, can I can be. somewhat see why right it's it's not all across the board yeah. um but there's there was i think even one time i like chuckled as like one of her comebacks was just like wow that was like quick and fast and yeah good yeah <laughs> yeah i think it might be like Bitch, I don't even know why this started or something. Yeah. Oh, and she and Nikki. I I was like, dang. I don't even know why this started, bitch. Like, I don't know. I no, I I actually I was like, that, yeah, sure. I don't know. I know what you mean. Like sometimes, yes, but it's like 50-50. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. It's a real crap. That's exactly. I'm on a 50-50 train too. I'm like, yep, 50-50. Sometimes I'm like, (laughs) hey, Julie Styles, all right. And then I was like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. And then like she, you know, starts dancing. We, and I mean, yeah. go ahead. Well, no, I, well, because this will involve you as well. I mean, before we really get into this uh, dancing critique, I want to point <laughs> out that Katie and I both won a dancing oh, yeah. award. That's right. At the uh, big, like the ten-year anniversary. Anniversary. That's right. Um, and you know, I you did. We did. We so did. when I start critiquing these dancing, just know that it comes yeah. from someone who has the credentials to do this <laughs> at an improviser's uh, party. Yeah. Um, I was deemed the it was one of worth- the two best were- dancers. I yeah. do want to tell you guys then, since we're sharing credentials, that um, when I was 10 years old, I won the dance contest at uh, the Oakley Forest swim team banquet. Oh, and nice. I was, I was not on the swim team. So <laughs> wow. it was, it was yeah. a bit of a, my brother was, and I, I wanted to go to the dance contest. I won and my prize was a Millie Vanilli record. It was a record like and a vinyl record, a vinyl That's record. Cool. Nice. Millie Vanilli. I wish I, know. I had that right now. I wish I, I did too. I'm, but, but my other brother actually had transferred the record to cassette for me. Nice. Um, and so I am also qualified to judge dancing because of okay. that award that I won. 
Um, but yeah, I just think, so she starts dancing with Derek from school after they had, which is Chanel's brother Mm -hmm. after they had had a little bout about whatever they were fighting about. Um, and in the classroom, what was it? Who was it? Capote. Uh, Capote. So then, um, so yeah, he's, she's awkward. She's, I mean, it kind of gives me some flashbacks to dirty dancing when like mm-hmm. baby's learning to dance with Johnny and mm-hmm. like, he's like, Hey, I'll be sexy. Do this. And she's like, yeah, oh, I can't do it. But baby was not a Juilliard grade ballet dancer. <laughs> That's like, true. I, this is the thing. Like, I'm like, I mean, I, my note is just like, shouldn't she be better at dancing than this? At rhythm? Yeah, something. Not, I mean, not default to like I the mean, white guy okay. clap. Oh, her white guy clap was way well, off. But here's what like I think. Worse than that. But here's what I think is happening: is that like a kind of unfortunately, in this movie, like Julia Stiles isn't a ballet dancer in real life. Yeah, she's supposed to be in this, and that doesn't read well. She is probably a pretty good dancer, but she's not supposed to be in this. So she's like yeah. jerking. She's pretending not to know the rhythm, which but actually looks more awkward. If I might, as a Please. former champion oh, yeah. of Go ahead. dance competitions. But anyway, once I like stepped away from ballet a little bit more and started like in high school, I was like really stoked, like I said, about jazz and hip hop and tap. Like the women in my classes who were who were really lovely ballerinas always were awkward in those classes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless they were like a just a fantastic dancer overall. But there is, there does start to be like a bit of a separation. Okay. Yeah. Between skills and like where you go and like whether you're whether you're dancing up high or whether you're like dancing down low or well. I also, yeah. I mean that that that's a good point. I would have assumed the opposite. Um I I also like I was trying to go back to like, you know, 2001 and like freak dancing, essentially, where like, yeah, these moves don't seem that complicated either. Like what he's teaching her is just so interesting. I'm like, was that impressive? And was that like the the deal back then? Or is this movie kind of dumbing it down a little bit because these are actors and they're not body? I think and you can see this. We can talk about it in the credits that like there's a lot of really great dancers in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like but they're just lot. not like in the, yeah, they're not well, Julia right. styles and they're right. not, pr- pr- ha- I don't know. I think he's pretty good. Um, Sean Patrick Thomas, but there are just really good right. dancers in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, and they're all like, some of them are like the, the other teenagers that go to this school. Well, the other probably hired as dancers rather than actors. Right. Like they get circled around, like when you walk into that club and people are just basically like break dancing. Right. Um, I know I, I did think about that where it's like, I guess this is, you know, they casted Julia Stiles who's an actress rather than casting like a dance person and making them act. So, and that's why center stage, which is that that movie actually has more dancers in it than actors. And so you really feel that too. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, like, Oh, the dancing is great, but Oh God. uh." It's like, it is. uh, is. What's his name? That was in sex in the city. Brishnikov. Brishnikov. Oh yeah. He's like, well, I know my sex in the city. You do. I like him though. I was. That's actually, like the I one said, episode I've actually seen. He was in more than one he, episode. I mean, surprisingly, oh, well, I only saw in, one. But yeah. it's interesting that he was in more than one. I, you know, I. Think I always, but I was always I thought, thinking but, like you're Bershnikov, yeah. right? Like, you're still. But anyway, by the he way, one of these days we're gonna be watching bit. White Nights. So uh, 
Oh, the Brishnikov classic. Yeah. Wow. Oh, geez. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, we have a fight in the club, and we yeah. realize that we should have had Patrick Swayze in here as the mm. cooler because yeah. it. Uh, oh my gosh. Eventually, the bouncer shows up, um, and then yeah. everyone else runs out. Yeah, and Malachi like really beats up somebody bad uh and then yeah Derek walks Sarah home and uh suddenly the dad is like hey I'm a dad and I may have I been doing jazz but I'm mad that you were gone skip I did love Derek's line here when uh Sarah's like oh we we passed my house and he's like you passed it <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah totally he, he had no idea where it was this is exactly how it goes when anybody is following me back to my car <laughs> it's like oh, oh i forgot Katie. i was leading yeah because you know, you're just talking so kindly and chatting and then suddenly yeah. just walking like along the harbor neighbor. yeah totally. classic yeah. katie i mean this is where i have to that like she is marcia brady i mean she has this line that's like it is not the first time I've heard hip hop, Derek. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> slow down, Julia Stiles. Like it's, yeah, some of these lines out of her mouth, like I can't tell if it's like the writing or how she's delivering them that they are so awkward. <laughs> uh, so we, then we get some dancing montages as they decide to teach each other or not teach each other, but he's teaching her yeah. to dance. Um, and at this point, they are rehearsing for the club, right? They're rehearsing to, or just because it's an interest that they both share. I was like, yeah, was he's going to like catch her up to speed so she mm -hmm. can be like hip with hip with it when they go to the club. And it's also like a nice device for them to like fall in love with each yeah. other. Nice. And this is where like Julia Stiles is supposed to like show him up with her like awesome ballet moves. And he's like, I don't know. I think he was way better. <laughs> I didn't yeah. really get it. Yeah. Uh, Sarah then at school, like gets into like a weird altercation with Malachi. Oh in my the bathroom. gosh. Yes. Um, cause he's like threatening a woman in the bathroom, I guess about something. I don't, I don't money, I don't money, uh, drugs, um, money, yeah. something well, it's implied or not even implied. It's, it's shown that he's a drug dealer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's clearly and, heightened from this experience that whoa. he and Derek had where they, they committed a robbery and it sounded like Malachi took the fall for the whole thing, which, which by yep. the way, that sucks. Um, <laughs> that relationship's really hard to figure out. Yeah. Like, what is up? It seems like they were like really good friends, like when they were younger and then grew just in different directions, I suppose. Which we, um, we learn about that as Sarah and Derek right. talk about it. Yeah. Once she's wearing the baggiest pants I've ever seen suddenly. I know. Like, I who know. bought you those? You did not come to town in those <laughs> pants. Those like And he was saying about how like she has, I mean, this was the age of like super baggy pants, super tight crop top yeah. t-shirts. Like kind of like a left eye. That shirt she was wearing fly in girls. the final scene, which is the basically fly girls. like yeah. a kerchief with like yeah. some strings attached to it. Ugh. I what I did shirt. appreciate about her outfits is like, it is clear that they live in like Chicago area. Like she's come to this school with like basically like Arctic Explorer, like <laughs> North face jackets, which is what you would have. And then it occurred to me, is that why like rap artists around this time, like late nineties would have just like such puffy jackets? Is it because a lot of it is originating and calling back to like Chicago, Detroit? Chicago and, and New York, I think. In New York. As well. But then of course there was all the California rappers too. So I know, but they the weren't Chicago wearing puffy jackets. Like, no. Whoa. Um, Biggie, although, 
I thought they Biggie, did, Biggie's though. New York, right? Correct. What about it was P. Tupac Diddy. was L.A. Yeah. Uh, he was New York as well. That's why Mace. Yeah. So they all wore the big jackets. Yeah. Because it's cold. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Uh, although, as my couchmate Nora pointed out every single time, is they weren't wearing hats, they weren't wearing gloves, and their jackets were always unzipped. And they there were was a be one scene where Carrie Washington was wearing a very silly hat. There was, was some keeping hats. her very warm. Mm. There was there not were... enough. Rewatch that movie. Yeah. People are no, no. not. Well, Chicago's fucking cold. Well, and I couldn't they are figure not dressed out. for Chicago. No, you're totally right. I mean, like sometimes they did have hats and they were always silly. So that's why I noted them. And there's a lot of like skull caps and stuff. But like I couldn't figure out what the weather was in Chicago because like sometimes it was like snow on the ground and super duper puff. And then the next day they're at the ballet and they're just in like a light, light like. <laughs> Ahmadinejad coat. I'm like, what's <laughs> happening? Oh my goodness. Is it like a members only jacket? Yeah, kind of. I yeah. think, like I think it was school time, which means September to cold. I mean, it's cold, so I don't know what they're wearing and why she's wearing a kerchief with strings, e- even yeah. with a coat right. on top of it makes you really cold. Um, so yeah, there's just so much awkward dancing. They break into like a warehouse where they're going to dance together of some kind and <laughs> She's like, how's my butt? And like, oh, it's just, it's mm. uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable at best. Her dancing is very uncomfortable. So um, we learned that Derek gets into Georgetown. Yeah. going to be a doctor. And uh, so they take it. They, well, you were talking about they were going to the ballet. So he yeah. takes her on a subway where they meet Karen. <laughs> yes. Why does this, why does this woman care at all in Chicago well, in 2001, what these people are doing are ever, we, I guess. And I, I assumed what we we're supposed to take away from this woman who might as well be like Ann Dowd, like Aunt Lydia or something on this train. <laughs> like she's looking at them and she's so prudish about them being an interracial couple, or yeah. is it because they're teenagers on the train? No, she's or a kind of interracial. It's implied that because yeah. they're an interracial but, couple. I mean, it's just like, yeah, this woman lives in Chicago and is taking the L. Like, yeah, she's truly in 2001, she's never seen this. And like, this is blowing her mind. Like, and I just, I understand the playfulness. You know, you're speaking to racial tensions and racism, which of course is very real. Um, but like, and then they're like, it's, it's this cutesy way to get them to fake make out before they've actually made out. As he was kind of really making out with her. Well, side. I know that but was... it was like, it's like this reason to do the first move, you yeah. know? And yeah. I just yeah. like did it. I was like, why do we need this racist old woman to be the catalyst? For I their think first that's kiss? what, well, because I guess they wanted to show that it wasn't just in school that they were Mm. experiencing this like pushback about their relationship when like some of it honestly well nikki lays stake on like why she feels that way and so does chanel a little bit but it's like i think to show that like nobody likes it like they shouldn't be together i guess yeah i mean and i don't want romeo and juliet of it all i guess (laughs) and i've not been in that situation so like you know Maybe that is just everybody's experience mm. on the L. Um, but it was no it striked me as odd. I don't odd. I oh again, I don't know. So I don't want to speak to it, but I feel like in Chicago it's like a very multicultural, multiracial city. So but but again, it's twenty to twenty-one years ago. So uh yeah, but they, they yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was gonna say they're at the ballet. Sarah goes through all of her feelings. She's happy, sad, angry, mad about the experience. Was it little the little mermaid? <laughs> 
What I was the ballet? Because I was like, why are they that, swimming on top of dancing. each other? So I have a question. Is a ballerina, is that a man and a woman? Is it just the-, Wait, the, the so, Standing oh. on top of each other? Like, I, think, I think that the term- Ballerina is one person. The ter- yeah, the term. It's ballerino. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Really? No. A ballerina. I don't know. <laughs> but like a ballet dancer, a ballet, the yeah. male ba- ballet dancer looked so much like Patrick Swayze, who was a ballet dancer. So much that it was distracting Aww. to me. I'm like, I, did they cast him intentionally for this, like, to kind of look like? Well, him? actually, I was right, but it says ballerino, yeah, it ballerino, mm-hmm. which is Italian, so that's Do why people I say that. ballerino. No, but ballerino. In, it does not be used in English, so <laughs> uh, they're just called ballet dancers. Ballet dancers. I mean, both people, I guess, are ballet dancers. Dance. Um, I was impressed. You with are Derek. Like, this is probably this is a pretty pricey date for high school. Yeah, it's such like a city kid move too, where you can just like go to the ballet. Like in the suburbs, you gotta like, ugh, it's like yeah. driving in and figuring out parking and yeah, where are we I gonna park? Carol? Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it's just totally crazy. Let's just stay home. Yeah, let's stay home instead. Um, but yeah, then she gets home that night after she and Derek have an actual smooch, and she unwraps her point shoes because she's inspired now to go back to try out and order her Juilliard application. Um, and Derek's going to help her with her free form. Yeah. <laughs> Which so we get more dance montages. We get this shot of her feet. Ugh. It just instantly gave me flashbacks to Black Swan. Black Swan. I know. Um, oh, when her feet are all jank, janked up. Yeah. And then we're we're back at steps, and Nikki was there to like stir things up again. Yeah. And this She's, is sorry we skipped. I mean, this is where she yeah, fully we're, breaks we're, down <laughs> and like tells him what happened to with her mother. I, right? Yeah, we like, skipped after, that part. Yeah, yeah. Um, I said she laughed, she cried, she had all her emotions. Did she you did. want to talk about it? <laughs> Just that, like, my note is like this movie is so effing sad. <laughs> it's very sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nikki is very jealous, and um. And, she, and then like she and Sarah and Derek have this like very dumb fight where they like sort of fight, but then they like get over it and she's, she make, yeah. they make up really quickly. So that's kind of nice. Um, but then, um, you know, Derek, we kind of get back to Derek and his friends and they're ragging on him for dating a white woman and kind of like, Hey, like we're going to go do our revenge thing and you got to come with us. And so he's like torn between like his new love and his revenge, which is again, sort of like in the spirit of Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. I think. I know this is where I asked Danny, I was like, is this Shakespeare, is this based on a Shakespeare thing? I mean, it's not, it's not Aren't truly, but all it's like, teen dramas I based on so. Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. All of them starring Julia style though. Yeah. Um, and uh, then we kind of get this like basketball back and forth. Oh my gosh. The duel. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. So- <laughs> So on the girls' side, we have the the fight um, yeah. that just breaks out. Yeah. Uh, quite the vicious fight. It would like there. Yeah, she's got like a cat scratch on her face. Yeah, yeah like, it's that rough, looks painful. That specific that, scratch. Yeah. Yeah, and then the guys' one, we have a shootout that occurs in yeah. their game. Um, yeah. That's where the tone of this movie is so wild because it was really intense. Like it. Uh, yeah the the back and forth like the split screen was just i was not expecting that 
Yeah. I, I thought Derek was going to get killed in this movie. A hundred percent. Like that's what I almost like knew was going to happen. So it wasn't yeah. like I wasn't expecting violence. It's just like in the way that they do it. So artistically, it really yeah. is kind of mm-hmm. like traumatizing. I know it's kind of amazing. He does not. Um, but Sarah and it goes back to the club <laughs> yeah. do, and Malachi is mad at her for kind of like Yoko owning Yoko owning, I guess, into his <laughs> relation. Yoko Malachi own- own- yeah. own- is a psycho. Like he a, is yeah. just a, a kind of, I mean, he just reminds me of like the sociopath where he can just be, cause he's talking to Derek. He's like, it's okay, man. Don't worry about it. You know, like after he gets punched in the face, it's like, yeah, left it. My, yeah. my jaw is not that bad. And then he's like, but you must come. Like it's like, whoa. Like he's <laughs> just murder. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I I couldn't get a handle on him. So uh, yeah. And then I'm trying to trying to get us through. So, we got we got a lot. I mean, because this is important. We get uh, Chanel's lecture on sort of white yeah. privilege, um, mm-hmm. which is sort of the catalyst for this the fight that they have, which is right. just sort of the typical third act relationship trouble that always happens well, in movies. Her, It's it's on white privilege. And then like what seems to be like a pivotal like point of like white women dating like successful black men or black mm-hmm. men in general, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, definitely attention. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And she just kind of like calls it out really like cleverly, eloquently. Like she just like is her baby's yeah. crying she's in this clinic and she just like lays all of this onto julia styles in like just a very like clever fluid way which surprised me um and yeah and then julia and then then this is that's kind of when her and julia styles break up essentially as friends she like and then sarah the tries to break up with Derek because she's like well i'm in the way i'm not doing yeah she doesn't tell him why but yeah yeah exactly so then Derek's like, well, you know what? I'm going to go make plans to do bad stuff with Malachi. I just right. have a note that says Sarah awkward dancing. So I'm not sure. What. I mean, uh, but then Chanel and Derek go to the playground. This is where she was wearing the hat. And she, she admits that she kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, brought some stuff up with Julia Stiles. And then Derek's like, oh, I got to go like tell Malachi I'm not going to go be involved then he runs all over he runs so fast he he, runs runs to meet with Malachi then he runs to Sarah's house she's not there then he runs to wherever the Juilliard auditions are and what I appreciate about Malachi actually the literally the only thing I appreciate about this character in this movie is like after Derek runs to him he and says he's not going to do it he's like Why'd you come all the way out here just to tell me that? <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? And it's yeah. true. Yeah. Just don't show up. You don't have to like, you don't have to tell somebody you're not going to show up for a murder. You just don't go. It's fine. They'll get it. You should text at least. You well, know, they but this have is text. I know. That's I the know. thing. They had beepers in 2001. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I did have a beeper then. Still. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> well, unfortunately, yeah, Malachi goes to the wrong side of town and gets involved. He he and his <laughs> compatriots shoot well and, yeah uh they get their car blows up well they they had put a lot of gasoline in the trunk of their like car a lot in the trunk of their car <laughs> Which, did they go is that no, why no. I mean, yeah why would I'm, that happen it's like last it, w- it would not happen um, i didn't get that yeah it would not happen yeah. So uh, it seemed like they lived, but were in very gravely injured. 
injured and then injured and arrested yeah yeah and it's and i think this is like the side plot of this movie where it's just like juxtaposing malachi's life yeah Derek's life because they definitely built him up as being both very intelligent right you know Mm. promising kids um yeah. yeah right and one fell into this like like drug culture life and the other right. didn't and Derek one is very 31. much and one was 31 years old and Derek <laughs> has very seen much some things in life yeah. <laughs> like pick yourself up by the boot shops you know he's like really indignant like if I can do it you can do it yeah. and it is true that like but at this point Malachi's GP is like you know 0.9 he's like mm, I don't know if I'm going to Georgetown med school <laughs> yeah. 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 True. Yeah. you know back at the Juilliard audition these judges are oh just <laughs> Gilfoyle here <laughs> what is yeah. that guy like, this, does look like I just think, kept thinking the note is, the director was giving him was like take your glasses on put them put them back off like just just take them on and put them off and and let that guide you <laughs> doesn't matter if you're reading anything or not right. reading anything just how they're sort of like bifocally but yeah. you're still using them to see the state of oh, yeah. this ponytail mcgee and uh <laughs> thank goodness derek shows up to give give oh sarah a pep talk in the middle of her audition in the middle of her audition i was truly expecting them to dance together and it was going to be yeah. a whole fame thing and then he would get mm. into Juilliard and she wouldn't. Uh, oh, um, that'd be good. That would be I so watched funny. a lot of fame as a kid. Um, <laughs> I, she also was wearing like warm-up pants through this entire routine and I don't know why they let her wear her warm-up pants for an audition. But I don't know. I don't think that like Julia, Juilliard audition like monitors would be charmed by this kid like running out on stage I don't think they would be this awful though either i mean you think they're awful yes but like they told her she got in like, well at, of course this. after the fact when he had a change of heart but before that they I, were just stuffy and awful and like yeah i mean they're, they're definitely i still think stuffy. he was just messing with her i hope so because like, he was like oh i can't this is an official or anything you know and i was waiting for the girl me. next to her stop messing with her <laughs> like oh stop it that's mean myself. jared jared yeah. that's just mean oh my god that would be awesome because that one that's woman funny. who was there was just like she was off off awkward white clapping through the entire but isn't routine. that how this this stuff goes these conservatory like aren't they just the worst maybe they're not maybe they just are in movies i don't don't know i think they're awful in movies and i think there are more humans hopefully working in these places but like that dance routine that she did is (laughs) i I don't know who choreographed it i'm sorry but it's terrible it's so awkward there's just like she's like trying to do the robot at one point she's like and then she goes into like a half split like it's just Really, and and they're just like, oh my God, Richard, have you ever seen such a dancer? Kind of a thing. And then it's also course- kind of crazy that this audition is at like midnight or something. <laughs> like it's a weird. Well, I think it's in the evening, but either way, like evening could- audition is kind of rough. It could yeah. be four or five. It's Chicago. It's winter. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. It's I will like say nice. that uh, Fatima Robinson is the movie's choreographer. Um, oh, sorry, Fatima. She is Robinson. Backstreet Boys, Michael Jackson, Aaliyah, Megan Trainer, Mary J. Blige, Black Eyed Peas, Jennifer Hudson, Usher, Liana Lewis, Sade, Prince, and she- Rihanna. Sade, Sade. Anyway, she should stick to those people who actually <laughs> probably maybe move. just doesn't well, translate. Yeah, this was very yeah. awkward. It was pretty choppy. I mean, they chopped it up intentionally. I'm sure. <sighs> 
to not show her. Yeah. Yeah. And then the movie is like over. Yeah. Then we go back to the club, the club, and they play. Oh, right. Tell Jordan. And it's just like credits that run over it. Yeah. And then we do get to see some, you know, good dancing. Good dancing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's it. That's the movie. And that's the movie. Uh, did we have any other questions? Did we did we answer our questions? Well, I guess any and I both had some question uh, a question where and maybe this is more of a pontification, but I know that we said that it was like days after her mother died and she's with her father. I just like feel like in this scenario, um, isn't there a friend in in her town that would like let her live with her to finish out high school? Like it's pretty traumatic to have your yeah parent like her best die. friend's parents. Yeah, like your parent dies and you don't even know your father. And then you're on a train by yourself to Chicago to live out like last year. So you would think that like in this, like, especially because their friends are religious too, actually, I felt like I think that girl's parents are going to take her in. I mean, she's kind of like the worst. That girl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that would be great, but I just feel like that. No, I mean, I I don't think they're really nice people. I don't think maybe not. But that's that's such a bummer too that she doesn't have friends that are good enough to let her live someplace for like eight months while she finishes high school so that she doesn't have to blow up her whole community. I guess there wasn't much a community to blow up. It's such yeah. a bummer. This movie is just so sad. Was that your bummer? No, no, no. That was just my question. Bummers, bummers, and, and dumbers. Let's start with bummers since you mentioned a bummer, something that bummed you out. Um, and I'll just parlay another, into my bummer, bummer, which is that racist friend of hers, mm. um, who, when she calls her to like, when Sarah calls her to check in, Oh yeah, you're right. And is like, Hey, like I'm in Chicago. Her friend's like, are, are there white people there? <laughs> are there white boys there? Is there anybody Sarah's there? Like, no, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I'm like this girl, I'm like that the girl like makes her pray and stop before she can do anything. I'm like, let her go like let her just live her life so i'm gonna make that friend my uh my bummer that is a Uh, bummer mine is just gonna be the final dance um it was just so awkward and not great and whether it was like i said we sort of talked about this whether we're trying to have actual shots of julia styles dancing rather than a stunt double Mm. uh just Mm -hmm. i wish they would have had more of the stunt double to truly show some awesome dancing because like the hybrid sort of ballet hip-hop you know whatever dance you know that they're sort of mashing together here would have been a lot more impressive than these like robot arms stiff sort of jump takes yeah and it just like because the whole movie built to this it's like they've had several montages to get to this scene and yeah, yeah so for sure my bummer um is not the teacher, like the teacher that we all like so much, mm-hmm. but rather like the year 2001 and that classroom where this kid says, um, he calls Capote straight up F word. Yeah. And then the mm, class yeah. just goes on and this really cool teacher kind of cringes, but doesn't do anything. And I think the bummer is, is I have been in that class and yeah. it is the effing worst. And yeah. I'm like, I hate that this is like true. 
Like, I hate that this is exactly how it would go and it wouldn't even skip a beat. And Julia Stiles, like, I don't know, you're like, she kind of like, but that's not even what they fight about. They fight about like what other books she's read or, oh God. So yeah, it truly, it actually truly bummed me out. Um, So yeah, that's my bummer. I had flagged that too on my. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Big ugh. Um, Speaking of things that are ugh, what's dumb? Um, I have a little bit of a combo dumber and I think Phil, this is a dumber or, or what you talk about sometimes. In I'm dumb. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think it's a uh, Phil. <laughs> again, Philip is your dumber. It tracks. <laughs> no, I, it, it was like two different times where the communication between Julia oh, yeah. Stiles and Derek. And the first one was the, with the bathroom scene where Malachi is, hit beating up this girl and then assaults julia styles and like gives her like a would-be concussion against the bathroom salt and then she goes and she's like you know i don't think malachi is very nice and then um <laughs> derek's like he's great and it's like tell him what just happened like what just happened is i if that happened to me in high school i would have never stopped talking about it it's like wild um and then she does what we kind of talked about the same thing of like his sister you know carrie washington kind of gives her this like speech of like what's problematic about their relationship and then she just like huffs off and she's like "Mm, i don't think we should be together anymore but she doesn't tell him what his sister said like they just have no open communications like this couple's not gonna last that long (laughs) well (laughs) plus they're going to different cities yeah that's true i don't even know if they're meant to last 31 he's 31 he's old he's got a retirement plan it's true so anyway Yeah. yeah the lack of communication my dumber is a specific moment where uh, they're in the, the club for the first time and uh, Sarah's at the bar trying to order a drink. And then she finally orders a rum and Coke straight up and a beer, any kind, and then leaves the bar to go dance. <laughs> and this poor bartender comes back and he's like, yeah, I got you a Hanukkin. And she, oh, there's man. nobody there to take the drinks or pay for it. Uh, it's like, come on, don't leave that bartender there like that. You're not even old enough to drink. Uh, so good. Uh, my dumber, I was worried you were going to take it at first, but I mm. think it's like the second or third time they were at the club. Okay. And uh, Derek starts dancing with Nikki. Mm-hmm. Um, after the first time he had absolutely said, no way, we're not dancing together. You like broke my heart you're just trying to stir yeah. up stuff yeah and he's actively dancing with sarah nikki oh, just waltzes yeah. in and then he's like just starts going yeah and like then he later he's like oh you know you were dancing with you know my sister and it's like she was not she was dancing with <laughs> you nikki waltzed in you started dance with her you then danced for like 10 minutes and that's true and yeah and uh he just wouldn't have done it because mm, yeah. Uh, I mean, Nora was like, no, he just got caught up in the dance and it was this all that. And she, she didn't feel as sort of like dumbed out as I did, but mm. I just, I, I didn't buy, buy it the way they sold it. So mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Hummers. Hummers. Oh, Hummers. I thought Katie still had to <laughs> no, go. No. I think hurts. my Hummer is granny, granny D. Mm. Yeah. She's good. She's good. She's uh, clearly keeping everything together. Um, her apartment is adorable. Um, she's kind and nice. She's supportive of of Derek and and Chanel. 
So uh, she's she's lovely. I give her all my hummers this week. Yeah, that seems like a really like nice house to be mm-hmm. in. Um, well, my I I guess my I thought someone was gonna do it, and maybe you will, but um, my my general hummer is probably just Carrie Washington, who I just think is so lovely in this movie and so charming, and like, uh, uh I love her like. Uh, shiny pants in one scene and <laughs> i just think she's great i i just thought she like super like it's no no <laughs> doubt like it's no wonder that she became like such a like star after this um, yeah uh and then i guess she's in this scene i'm kind of doing a double hummer but um that bridget you talked about the soundtrack and like i it was so interesting to hear these songs that like i haven't heard since 2001 um but that song murder she wrote oh yeah i love that song girl mm-hmm. is called maxi like i loved that song and i like just it, it was like such a cool experience of like oh my god that song like i i don't even know who sings it i should um and i need to look it up and like listen to it but i it was so del- i was like yes i used to love when this song would come on so mm-hmm. it was really cool yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's uh, my version of it performed by chakademus <laughs> and pliers mm-hmm. okay there you go yeah. Uh, my Hummer is going to be the dancing at the end. Um, oh, yeah. Just when they truly sh- showed like what would actually be going on in these clubs. And I've been to a couple places, probably nothing as good as this, but uh, there was this one underground like late night dance club down in Atlanta that would be open. It was literally just a staircase underground in this parking mm. lot. It was open like after all the rest of the bars uh, closed down and it would just have impromptu break dancing going on and it was great um mm, that sounds awesome yeah and yeah it just reminded me of of that of just seeing like people yeah. who could truly right dance circles around people who won awards at uh improvisers reunions yeah um, yeah this yeah this club seemed i was thinking like it seemed really cool like i was like man that that was available i would go to a club <laughs> let's talk about our outfits philip your uh very creative um outfit you have a a long sleeve t-shirt tonight and it's got a balance beam on it on (laughs) one side is nikki and the other side is sarah and (laughs) uh and and it's sort of teetered teeter tottered a little bit nikki's like at the top and she's like uh, the little speech bubbles like get out of my life sarah and then sarah says what's your point <laughs> oh <laughs> nice she's, she's holding a point shoe in her hand and pointing it at nikki it's very well done illustration and then i just want to point out that you are wearing a lot of winter mittens and hats and scarves just sure. to pay homage to chicago in the winter time it's very nice because it'd be cold it's cold uh, Katie, mm-hmm. uh, I like your hat that you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, it just basically says this hat used to be a shirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> and underneath it, I don't love it as much. Uh, but some of your your braids that are coming out, some of mm-hmm. them are tasteful. Some of them are just stretching. Yeah. What maybe you should be. <laughs> oh, yes. Wearing. Yeah. Um, uh, Akin to Julia Stiles in this movie. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, your T-shirt is just Julia Stiles, like, completely uh, blocking the shot and just, you know, giving the Dikembe Natu- Mutombo just no, 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 no. <laughs> yes. 
Um, Bridget, I like your hat, which is similar to what Julia Siles is wearing in a car at one point, which is like that black kind of like just full on kind of like a Bolivian hat with like the two strings yeah. down the side, mm-hmm. which I like. And it's like super warm for a Chicago day. And then um, I like your your T-shirt that has a picture of uh, her father, which looks like he's like <laughs> leaning at, at a subway, a subway station, like leaning with just a cigarette and his hat pulled down <laughs> with a saxophone. And then he's <laughs> drinking a cup of coffee that says uh, world's worst dad. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like. <laughs> Thank you. It's true. Yeah. Jazz. Jazz. What is though, man? That speech where he's like, one day you wake up and you have a beautiful daughter that hates you. Like, shut up, man. Yeah, actively. 18 years ago. Yeah, you actively worked to make that daughter hate you. Yeah, exactly. And I really liked her line, too. It's like, I don't hate you. I just miss her. I actually don't even know who you are. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, like, stop making this about you. Yeah. Dad jazz. It's just interesting. I know we'll get, yeah. Yeah. Jazz sucks too. Dad jazz. Not jazz dad, dad jazz. This is the worst kind of jazz. It's dad. It's it's deadbeat dad jazz. Probably all jazz is dad dad jazz. jazz. (laughs) Oh, okay. So it's time to decide if this movie is for real. And, you know, we, we, we mentioned that there was like several movies in this sort of day row genre of the dance Mm -hmm. romance. Um, I thought this movie was lighter than it was. I remembered Mm. like, I just mostly remembered the awkward dancing of Julia Stiles in it. And I do remember the racial implications and the conversations around things, but it's pretty heavy. Like her mom dying, all that stuff like we talked Mm -hmm. about. And so like a lot to pack into like a short amount of time, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to lean into, I think this movie is for real. I'm going to say that because- I think, you know, it's telling a story a little clunkily that has some, um, you know, long lasting historical, like, like the Romeo and Juliet side of it, the unrequited love side of it, where people just are from different worlds and how do those worlds collide? Um, and like I said, I hope it's, it's a story that like tells, it doesn't just it focuses on Sarah having to kind of like recognize that she like stepped into somebody else's world in life and that, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's going to need to adjust, although she's going off to Juilliard. So I don't really know what that means, but um, hopefully she learned a lesson from this is kind of what I'm saying. And yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stick with it. I'm going to say it's for real. Yeah. I don't disagree really with anything you said, I think. And I don't know if I have so much, new to add to it. I guess I think the audience for this movie is probably white teenagers from 2001, I guess. So, you know, there's that. And I, I just like, don't know enough about this world to comment on like how for real, like, like how true to it it is. But I think it brings up at least, um, tensions and issues like that, you know, I'm like kind of glad, I guess we're on screen in 2001. I think that's why a lot of people like this movie a lot of like mm-hmm. white women i know <laughs> like yeah. this movie um this movie was so sad i couldn't believe how sad this movie was like that scene after the ballet i was like holy shit like ballet killed her mom like straight up 
the sport of ballet murdered this girl's mother. Like she goes into it. It's like not even, not even the car ride. Well, it was like it was semi-trucked it. <laughs> yeah, but it was like the draining our balcony, our bank account. She spent every moment. And then, you know, I was like, oh my God. Um, I, w- yeah. I wish for Sarah that she gets some therapy, which she really needs. I do hope for her. Like, to oh have my that goodness. Too. Um yeah. So the tone really surprised me. I thought we were going to watch Drive Me Crazy too, um, which we, <laughs> no. this was not. Um, but you know, apart from the fact that I don't feel comfortable con- uh, commenting on whether or not like the racial themes were for real because it wasn't my experience. Like I think as a movie, it really moved along. Like it, um, the character. I thought it was like pretty well acted for the most part, and like yeah, the story was like solid, and um, yeah, it stayed true to the tone, and it was fun to watch. Like the good dancing. In the background, I loved <laughs> Carrie Washington, and I loved that guy that played Snooky. I mean, that could, the yeah. side characters I think like really made it. Um, yeah, so he was a good yeah. DJ too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna say it's for real. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna add a, a ton. It, it was a, I thought it was a well made movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a little too well made for my taste. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I just like for some more clunkers. Of the <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe that's the other end of the spectrum. But I do we've, like... We've clunked through some clunkers. No, I know. Yeah. But, I, you know, and I was I always worry when there's these movies that are just sort of like fine and well-made that there's just Radic. not going to be anything yeah. to talk about. Luckily, we had we a 20-minute dance quarter. There's always things to talk about. There's always things to talk about. Yeah, it's it's not aimed at me um, mm-hmm. for sure, yeah. but it it's for real. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Well, this is the jam to jam all jams on. Everybody, get your jam and your clam out. Here is we it go. Dion? It's Montel Jordan. I know. is a jam like I yeah just, i love it was song. like it's such a mellow jam that they jammed out to at the end <laughs> like forever i if you put that thing on in your car and just crank it up you will jam like, no it's, it's good it's, it's such a jam band yeah and this is how we do it mm. i mean that's what montel jordan is known for that's true that's true but this this is how you do it mm. Well, thanks for going on this dance journey yeah. with me this week. I think we're taking a few weeks off mm-hmm. for spring break. Yeah, yep. we're taking uh-huh. a spring break. We're all spring going break. down to Daytona. <laughs> Daytona, y'all. It's Daytona, y'all. For get cheer. Ready. Oh my God. Oh my God. We got to get to Daytona. I go to so that much hotel to say about... in Daytona. Oh Play all mad. I don't even watch this show. I, I just know it from Ram. osmosis. Katie, from are you going to be all mad? Yeah, I, I mean, this is going to be cheer corner, but do you know that there's only two schools in that competition? Yes. Like in their what? bracket? Yes. <laughs> and they're featured in season two. No, that's I know. That's how I know. It. I watched all of it. 
And I get that like it's promoted because they're Junior, the advanced college advanced. Yeah. It's, it's like the advanced. Like they're so advanced that it's only two of them, but it's like, what uh, stakes? It's like, you're either the first stakes are first or second and first is the best. It's wild. No, but I know, but it's just like, whoa, like there's no, yeah. it's just one competition that they're training for all year. Do they have to go to Orlando or Daytona for that? You know, how dare you? How dare you mix up Orlando with Daytona? They have to to go to Daytona, but they are. That's where they keep the mats. But there's (laughs) there there are stones throw away from each other in Texas outside of Dallas. What are the chances? Uh, I think there's a, it's beautiful storytelling is what it is. It really is. Got good, good on you. Netflix that and love is blind. I mean, come on. Anywho, this is a Netflix promotional. <laughs> Thank you. Netflix. This Netflix podcast Corner. sponsored by Netflix. Thanks to Tracy K. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Yeah, that great awesome. intro. What is, yeah. Especially from a t- uh, clinical <laughs> professional Tracy, insight of schools. Yeah. I yeah. like Tracy it. K said all that and we needed to say about this podcast, but she true. said it in two minutes and that's actually two true. hours. <laughs> she was, well, she distilled it. It was wonderful. Thank you, Tracy K. Yes. All right. Till next time. See ya. Toodaloo.